welcome back, SideQuesters. Happy that you're here and following along. So today, we are SideQuesting into spell work and spell casting. And what does that even mean? And do people even do that anymore since it's not the medieval ages? So let's get into it. First of all, I want everyone to know that how you do your spell work is different. It's based off of your culture, your experience, your research, and your intuition. And even if you are in the same spiritual practice, you still might not articulate a spell the same way that someone else would. So keep that in mind as you are listening to this podcast and you're just like, this bitch is crazy. I don't know what she's talking about. This is just my lens of experience. This is scholarly research behind it. And it's just being very open. So right off the bat, you should know I don't buy spell books, nor do I follow them. Uh, I think I just have a problem with authority and I don't like people telling me what to do. So I'm just like, ooh. That doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean that they're not useful. It just means I don't use them. I really never have um, because I feel that so many spell books, these things are like, one spell is like two pages and I just, I don't have time for it. So if you wanna do that, that's great, but that's not my lens of experience. So big question, what the hell is spell work? What do we use it for? What is it? So for witches, spells to me are like prayers. And the concept comes from this very basic scientific principle where energy cannot be created nor destroyed, but energy can be manipulated. And so when you're doing spell work, you are manipulating energy and you're drawing your awareness and the energy around you to this particular desired thing. Now, can you draw your awareness to something more positive? Absolutely. Can you draw your awareness to something that's more negative? Absolutely. The concept is energy is just there. It doesn't have a value. It's just whatever you decide to give it is the value it will have, but it innately has no value. So when you're doing spell work, you want to be super focused on your intention. You want to be, there is an attachment to the outcome, but you also have to understand that there is all this energy just around you and around other beings and in our planet. And there's a lot of moving parts, but the more that you are really able to focus on this awareness, and focus on the actual outcome that you want, it tends to have a better outcome. Now, is this like a practical magic craft situation? Uh, Maybe, kinda. Not for the everyday witch, no. But there is a sort of ritual to spell work, but it depends on what you want and what kind of witch you are. So for me personally, I am not a big spells and, you know, my spells don't have bells and whistles and it's not this ornate thing. Half my herbs come from Publix, if I'm being honest. Um, I love buying stuff from the grocery store because I'm like, it's there. Uh, I can go outside and grab things when, you know, pine is falling down. I collect pine and I make my own pine smudges. 
So yes, having a background in herbs really helps me out. And I highly encourage people to, you know, grab a book or two on herbs because it gives you a better understanding. And to me, it always gives me a connection to earth and that earthy element. Uh, Scott Cunningham has is probably one of the first books I ever bought. It's probably 16, 17 um, Magical Encyclopedia of Herbs. And it's a phenomenal book. It's not ostentatious. It's not pretentious. It's just here's a book. Here's some things. Read about it. Don't take what you want from it. So I highly recommend that book um, as a starting point. So anyways, my basic spell work MO is... I get a candle, I either carve the intentions that I want, sometimes I use runes, sometimes I use names, sometimes I create my own symbols, and then I place it sometimes with a, I will line a plate with tinfoil, stick the candle on there, add some herbs, Um, sometimes I use some oils, sometimes I don't, and I put this plate on, I have very, I have a lot of altars. So I'm very particular about, okay, which altar do I think this plate is going to best serve? Like whose attention am I really trying to gain? Whose favor am I really trying to gain into making this spell work? And so I pick my altar, I put my plate down, you know, I make sure the area is spiritually cleansed. I make sure I'm spiritually cleansed because here's the thing, guys. If you have all these energetic attachments to yourself, your spell work's going to be really fucking wonky, you know? Like, you have to be focused. And people don't seem to realize how much or many, you know, like, things attach to you. Like, some people, you know, you meet someone and maybe they're having a shit day. And they're not trying to make you have a shit day. You just kind of feel it and then you're kind of bummed out. Spell work is the same way. You want to really cleanse yourself. So once I've done that, I light my candle. I do my intention. Now, am I, you know, saying out loud words and am I speaking Latin or Spanish or whatever? Eh, Sometimes. Sometimes it's just thinking and just focusing on the candle. I love to do candle gazing where I'm really focused on just looking at the candle and how it burns and being almost in a trance with that spell work because it allows me to be present and mindful. And that's huge. Christians have prayer. So if you're just going to randomly just start saying a prayer, if there's no intention behind it, if there's no mindfulness, if there's no awareness, if you're not present, then you're wasting your time, you're wasting your breath. And it's the same thing in spell work. You need to be 100% focused. Now, I understand there's a lot of aesthetics that are very popular right now. Like some of these people, you know, maybe they're practicing a year or two and they have all the bells and whistles. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's like a thousand dollar altar sitting right there. That's not my deal. If that's your deal, that's fine. And that's great. I'm not that person. I am always going to be that down to earth person that buys, you know, their herbs at Publix. Um... Or, you know, or if I'm out and about at a new age shop, then yeah, I might pick some up depending on if I feel like those herbs are ethically sourced or whatever the case may be. Um, so you really need to, when you're thinking about spell work and you're trying to find the origin of where you got the spell, whether it's online or from a book, 
do a little bit of research. Like, is this person an actual practitioner or are they just a writer who just did some research and just put this stuff together? I think a lot of people seem to miss the idea that just because it's in a book doesn't mean it's valuable and it doesn't mean that it's authentic. So you really want to do your research on where are you getting your material? How are you doing, you know, your spell work? And is it really about aesthetics? Like, ooh, I'm this really awesome bougie witch. Or is it really about being authentic? And to every new witch out there, I'm telling you right now, the more that you tap into your own intuition and you tap into your own power and you tap into your own belief system, you will just have so much more success. Now, what what are some things you need to be cautious of? Because let's be honest, there is always a cautionary tale for everything, okay? Um, Cautionary tales. Number one, don't start doing spell work for deities and just random and demons and angels and all this other crazy shenanigans when you don't know anything about them. I always have this philosophy that just because you don't believe in something doesn't mean that that something doesn't believe in you. And the moment you begin to assert yourself in a witchy capacity, you become a light in a very, very dark room. And anything and everything will be attracted to that light. So yeah, you're going to hear those horror stories of people and like crazy messed up shit. And you are going to hear... You know, and, and it, that's what swings that pendulum. So don't practice anything. Don't do the occult. It's horrible. It's the devil. Blah, blah, blah. You know. And it's it's because people aren't educated. And to me, it seems that people don't feel that way about Christianity because it's so passive. You just, you just, you're indoctrinated with it. There's no guesswork. You got this book. You follow the book. You know, don't be a dick. X, Y, and Z. But the occult you know, has been smashed down so intensely by the patriarchy, has been hidden that, yeah, you're not going to find as much stuff. And yes, people don't readily accept that. And there's still, to this day, a lot of fear against the occult. Even if you have no idea why, there is. It exists. Because you've had this huge push from people in power who want things to remain a status quo and who want things to operate a certain way. So please don't be put off by something simply because you have to do research on it. That's it. Like you have to be able to open up your mind and be able to read something in order to gain a better understanding of what it is that you're doing. And if you don't have the time to read about the origins of your spell or what it is that you're trying to do, I mean, then don't do it then that's clearly not the thing for you. So once you understand your origin and you really understand with whom that you are trying to connect with and speaking to, then you want to talk about safeguards. I know personally, you know, I have runes in my spaces, you know, whether it's in my bedroom, my living space, all my doors, because you, to me, I always want my home to be my sanctum sanctorum. Like this is Fort Knox and we are fucking locking it down because sometimes the best defense is an offense. So if you are creating this magical space, 
then you do need to be protected. It's no different to me than someone who has a cross in their room or wears a cross on their chest. You know, um, I have, you know, I have, I guess, more esoteric jewelry. But I mean, I also have tattoos of runes all over my body and other protective things because I understand that I am a, a light in a dark room. And taking a step back and maybe observing some spell work is important. Now, with the rise of YouTube, you really do get some really prolific practitioners who have made a name for themselves and where you can learn a lot of things. One thing I don't have patience for, though, is ego. So in spell work, if someone says you must use this herb or it doesn't work, I'm calling bullshit. Like, I don't believe that, not for a second, because guess what? Way, way before Christianity was even a thing, guess what? There was no Whole Foods to get herbs. There was no New Age shops. That wasn't a thing. So you had to make do with what you had and what you could forage, and and that's it. That doesn't make their spell work any less than effective than if you use, you know, the blood of a virgin born on the 13th of April, okay? Like... Let's not be crazy. So when you are doing your spell work, you can either write about them or, you know, or write them out yourself. You can follow along or you don't really have to have this big ritual of spell work. Maybe it's just lighting a candle and just being like, you know, this is what I'm hoping for. And, you know, paying that energy that you want to cultivate a little bit of respect. And sometimes that's it. You don't need a bunch of statues around you. You don't need a bunch of altars. It's really just being mindful and present and self-aware of what it is that you want. And then that's it. That's really all it takes with spell work. And I know it is very, especially for new witches, my little baby witches, is super cute. Um, you know, there is an aesthetic and clearly we are a visual society. That's why social media is so huge. It's because we like to see things. It, we like to observe things. And of course, if something looks pretty and it's full of all these beautiful crystals and beautiful decks of tarot and, and herbs and, you know, and these beautiful ornate candles, like that's great. But if someone doesn't teach you about fire 101, you're going to burn your house down. You know what I mean? Um, like, you got to know some basic things. The candles that are already in the glass votive holders, I love those. You know, there are three, six, nine-day style candles. I love them. They're great. Maybe that's a great place to start. Having a candle that's already dressed for you will help you in your spell work. And dressed in spell work means that there are herbs, oils, someone's prayed over it, someone's infused it with their own energy. Maybe that's where you start. I'm not a really big fan of people dressing my candles. I never have been because I don't want anybody's energy or their attachments on my shit. Like I do my own shit. People are very surprised when they're like, do you want me to dress this for you? Like, no, please don't touch it. They're like, are you sure it's free? I, I don't care. I don't care if you paid me money to dress it. It is my intention and my energy that I want on that candle because I think, especially baby witches, they seem to forget there is nothing more powerful than your intention, right? Your strongest energy source comes from you. 
not from a deck of cards, not from using certain herbs, not with lighting a candle on the third day on a full moon. Like, that's not a thing. Yes, can you do spells and, you know, do people feel like they have more success following a moon cycle? Sure. But sometimes shit goes crazy and I can't wait for a full moon. I got to do my shit now. And to me, that's way more powerful than having to be, you know, chained to this, you know, almost archaic ideology that things have to be done on a certain time frame. Life happens all the time. Life does not care about your time frame or the moon cycles or whatever the fuck. So when you are doing your spell work, it's important to understand and recognize you are the most important tool. You are the most important vessel. That's it. And sometimes it's just whispering some words of affirmation into whatever is listening and just be like, I need X, Y, and Z. I really want that to be brought to me. And believing it as if it had already happened. Now, not everything works out the way that you thought it would, and that's okay. Because sometimes there are fixed moments in time that are never going to be changed no matter what it is that you do. I think it's important that there's integrity behind your spell work. It's important to understand that there are ripple effects throughout the entire universe for that one little spell that you do. Whether you see it or not, they exist. And I think more seasoned witches understand it. And that's why we're not doing spells every single day, all day. It is a very curated time where we do spell work. And that's it. Even when I, you know, post pictures of certain things, I'm not doing spells every single day. I just happen to, you know, I'll store pictures and then I'll post when I feel like it. Just to show, you know, this is what's happening. Um, Also, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, you should be able to ask questions. And if that person doesn't want to share, that's fine. But research Find the sources that you feel are most reliable to you, that are authentic, and that resonate with you. Because even if I say something and it doesn't resonate, then it's not for you. It could be for someone else. So patience, practice, mindfulness, awareness, be present when it comes to spell work. So I have a shorter podcast today. But this was a topic that's come up quite a bit in all the years that I've been posting to social media about my practice. This is, you know, I've only been posting about my daily practices less than five years, but I've been doing it a lifetime. So if you have any questions, feel free to contact me at sidequestwithbree at gmail.com. You can follow my Instagram at the underscore vegan underscore mystic. Um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok. I'm doing all the things because I want you to do all the things. So until next time, be mindful and indulge in your side quests. Bye. Bye.